Hey everybody, welcome to the Rockpile Talkpile, the official podcast of the Colorado Rockies subreddit. I'm Zach, otherwise known as username Zach17. I'm Jack, uh, user slash underbubble. Uh, and I'm Pat, user pass for Patty. So, um, welcome to the 2019 season. We have baseball. Hey, we have baseball. It, it took so long till we had baseball. Even though it is March still and we're starting baseball, it's kind of weird. But there is you know. baseball. But there is baseball. And is it was exciting baseball. to start. It was exciting to start with because we were all crazy optimistic about this year after having made the first two postseasons. I mean, postseasons back to back for the first time ever. Um, but, you know, one thing that our subreddit loves to do is overreact. So. We've just been on a terrible roller coaster recently. For the past four yeah. days, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It, starting out, starting out two and zero is nice, and at that point, I was thinking like, "Holy shit, are we going to win a series in Miami?" Um, but no. then crash down to earth. But we have yet to win a series in Miami since twenty thirteen. It's funny, just, is that? Uh, that's just yeah. That's just like a funny statistic, to be honest. Like. I don't know. I don't know how you draw anything from that, but just like they don't play well there. I don't know. Is it like the it's just too nice, or the drafts, or something? Or I don't. I don't know. Well, uh, one of the Reddit users on our baseball, I forget his name, but he was a Marlins fan. He was saying that like he was like, "Yeah, it's hilarious, uh, your guys' futility here," because it's like. There's been some bad Marlins team since 2013. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, there have been. And we still can't win. Yeah. Well, it's. I think every team has that team where you're just like, why the hell can't we beat these guys? Um, you know, like for the Twins, like I know the Twins always just get beaten up by the White Sox, just no matter what year it is. Uh, and I think, I think ours uh, – has been Miami, especially away, and the Cardinals more so, honestly. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah, not like, why do we suck against either. the Cardinals? But we're like 7-28 and 28 at Bush Stadium. So it's like, that that's like extra weird. It's, it's always been weird um, because it doesn't make any sense. And I was really hoping that somehow Arizona was going to help us out and also beat the Dodgers, and then we'd be all like, Hey, we're still in first place in the West, but nope. Arizona's bad, useless. As are bad the useless. Giants. Yeah, the Giants rolled over and died. I mean, the Giants, I'm pretty sure, have scored like three runs in four games. Like, it's been it's been bad. Like, you know when Padres fans are calling the uh, Giants offense a trash can that something, it's bad. something's really wrong there. Padres are looking pretty nice, though. I don't want I mean, to talk about it. Yeah, no, I see. I don't know. I think the Padres they're gonna they're gonna fade. Um, yeah, like I I don't know. It's like the first weekend. We can overreact, but like, I it'll it'll level out as the season goes on. This is this is all overreaction. Overreaction podcast. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, basically. 
We can't tell, we can't anything, tell anything about anything, about except, anything that except that we still can't play goddamn, goddamn Miami. Miami. Well, and we're lucky John's not here because John would be going off about how good Padres pitching is, and we better mm-hmm. watch out because the Padres are gonna win the division next year. But they're like all rookie pitchers now, and they're all just like Paddock at his first out, first outing day did pretty good. Yeah, Parra threw him out um, from right field, which is pretty funny. Uh, he uh, he hit funny. a ball to right field, um, which was it looked like a bases loaded single, um, mm-hmm. but then. Uh, I think he took too long getting out of the box, which uh, classic pitchers. Speaking of, so, so what was the, um, what were the bright spots of the series? Um, you know, I, Ryan McMahon, Ryan McMahon David Dahl, to be honest. Uh, right. right. I think they, fun. yeah, they lived up to the spring training hype. I mean, through this first series for sure. Um, they seem like they're gonna. I mean, like if we're if we're going on overreactions from the first first series, they seem like they're gonna rake all year. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, overreactions. Uh, all star, two of them. Both that means them. David Dahl's gonna be an all star with a forty percent. <laughs> Why not? I love it. Hey, man. Why not? Anything can happen. Um, everything is just too fresh. Um, I yo, I I really think um. Like Freeland, Marquez, and Gray all looked good. I like there weren't any worries. Like Anderson, yeah. uh, I Anderson don't know. Was, he was like weak, kind of. He just kept giving hit after hit after. I mean, hit. again, that's I feel like that's what you're going to get from Anderson, and like we knew that coming into the season. Um, so like nothing surprising there. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what how uh, Bettis does. But yeah, uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, he, he, he maybe like. like Gotten, gotten better, better in spring, spring. <laughs> he was able to was show able some signs of being pretty decent. decent. Velocity um, was a little bit up too. He was throwing ninety four at times, which we didn't see nice. last season. He was more sitting eighty nine ninety last season. The thing um that worried me was I think even in the in the first game and even in like the second game, we uh there was one game where we actually did score early. Um, was that the first? That was the first game, right? I, I think it was the first game. We and then Drew was like, "Yeah, no, look at the guys; they're scoring early." And we really didn't see that last game at all, last year at all. Um, and then the last game, we didn't score early or later. We got shut yeah. out by the Marlins. Yeah, that was bad. And it was all set up for us, too, right? The two runners on for Nolan, Trevor, and Ryan McMahon. And you were like, oh, this is over. You know, it was down 0-3, but I was like, there's no way, like, we don't Atlanta Braves them. You remember that game last uh, last mm-hmm. year when we were down 0-3 to two outs? Yeah, we just, like, hit, like, that, five that, straight it, singles or something. Or like, Yeah, it was awesome. Right. Oh, man. I, I miss Para because he was a part of that. But, um... No, we, uh, yeah, I was, uh, no outs for those three guys. I was like, dude, someone's going to run into one. And then, of course, it's Miami, so you, know, you didn't see that. Um, but, yeah, not. I think we haven't scored before the fourth this year yet. Yeah, honestly, Miami's starting pitching, I'm not going to say they looked good because. 
they definitely hopped all over uh, Urania, but yeah. um, the uh, Ala Alcantara, Alcantara. I don't Alcantara? know how to say his name. Yes, thank you. Alcantara. Alcantara. He looked really good he for looked, the record. Yeah, like everything was just like right in the zone, real quick, and like there was that slider he was using that he was just getting everybody with. He threw yeah. the slider, I think, three times to Mark Reynolds and. I mean, I think that was more Reynolds' fault for, like, not recognizing he was going to do the exact same thing. For not being able to lay off think, the same pitch, yeah. <laughs> I think Reynolds got another chance at a um, meatball today and didn't do anything with it. Um, and uh, I know Hampson struck out, too. Wasn't it, like, Saturday or – I think Saturday we struck out 14 times, maybe? Yeah, that guy Pablo Lopez – Guy I've never, I've literally never heard of in my life. That's how it happens too. It's like always like a Freddie Peralta or a mm. Pablo Lopez, where they just come in and you're like, oh, this is gonna be a four earned run, five innings pitch kind of night for whoever this guy is, and mm. then uh, and then he throws seven shutout. You know, I just you can't have more than half the outs be strikeouts. That's rough. No, yeah, no, it makes it hard. It makes it very hard to score runs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me give me a like, ground out here and there, and half you can't have half of your outs be strikeouts in the third game against the worst te- one of the worst teams. I mean, probably the worst team in the. NL, I mean, arguably, but yeah, in the in the NL probably. And I don't even know that they Pirates lose great. like less than sixty five, or I don't know that they win less than sixty five games. I think they're, uh like I think they. When you look at it, I can see at least five American League teams that are probably worse than the Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still concerning that there was 14 strikeouts and then no runs, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the one thing we did to address the whole fact we can't hit right-handed pitching was sign Daniel Murphy. And what happened to Daniel Murphy? Out for several weeks with a finger fracture. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of funny though because um, uh, Rocky's Twitter, uh, not as in like the actual team Twitter, but like the community, set up this Twitter account called Bases for Pride. Um, and then that same day that they set that up, he actually uh, injured his finger. And the Bases for Pride <laughs> thing was I don't know if uh, any of you guys follow Rocky's Twitter, but um, mm. um, it was uh, like multiple Twitter accounts and whatever were. Setting it yeah. up so that every time he had a hit, every time he had a double, a home run, whatever, yeah, they I donate should... X amount of money to charity, uh, specifically like pro LGBT charities. Yeah, I'm at two dollars and deposit ten dollars. Oh, yeah, very nice. nice. Yeah. Per home run. But we can't get on the DL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a very it's a lose lose for everyone, really. Right. The um, seriously. The other thing is. I, we were hoping that um, we'd have a lefty named Rymel Tapia who could hit righties, and what he hasn't done anything so far. He's looked bad. A lot of three pitch strikeouts. Um, because uh, you could you saw that kind of towards the end of spring training, um, uh-huh. and it just continued over, especially in his pinch hitting roles. I've seen there have been multiple. I want to say two or three. Just swing strike, swing strike, swing strike. Yeah, I mean he's had uh, uh, he's had three mm-hmm. at bats and um, struck out in two of them so far. So, mm-hmm. 
I think he's had some more today, right? He started today. He had more the, today. Uh, They're just not updated on Fangraphs. Yeah. Yet. What do you go? I think over... he had a strikeout. Yeah. He had a really weak ground ball too, to like the right side. I remember it was just like, ugh, really. Man, if only there were you know times when Rockies teams weren't so competitive, and you could have, I don't know, played him a little bit, figure out if he's good or not. Or I mean, stuck with him. Yeah, um, and, and at this point, I mean. Not all hope is lost, right? Because Denard Span is still out there. I was literally looking, looking up Denard Span, who's a left-handed center fielder. Yeah, Denard Span, honestly, yeah, he's not really much of a center fielder anymore. Uh, he's lost. I mean, he can play it. He shouldn't be your long-term option there, obviously. Um, if you were to cut Rybel Tapia and sign you know, a guy like Denard Span, you'd probably have Garrett Hampson be the second yeah. in line for that. Um, I mean, he's but, 35 now. But didn't he have an above-average offensive season last year? Yeah, 112. Last, yeah. 112 WRC+. plus. I mean, Duke can still hit, and he's left-handed, um, and he did a little bit of coming off the bench for uh, both the Giants, uh, Rays, and who else did he play for? Seattle. Mm. So he's kind of got that, too. I mean, like, if you, can, and if you can sign him to a minor league contract, like, what's the, what's the harm, right? If, he's, if no, no one's biting on him, like, what's the... I think that's probably the reason he hasn't signed those because he's probably reluctant to sign a minor league contract. I mean, throw what three million dollars yeah. at him? Maybe. We are at our highest uh, level ever of spending, right? We're like what one hundred sixty nine or something, one hundred fifty nine. Uh, it sounds yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might be reluctant. Well, to spend I, all right. Anymore. So we, I'd like. I get that, but then it's like, all right, you're spending, you're spending like 169. What is another two or three million added on top of that? Like I, oh, they're, yeah, oh, they're opening they're, day payroll. For yeah, this they're year opening day payroll for this year is 148, yeah, which was a six million dollar increase from last year. Yeah, which was a six million dollar increase from last year. So three million more. What's three million more? What's three million dollars more? And plus, I know, right? Well, I know, right? Like as you see, you know. Making what I want. What I want. Let's just that. throw the whole thing in. Let's Tycho's just throw the whole thing in. Keiko's still out there. Replace Anderson. Keiko. Just like fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Boom. No. Why not? No. Hey, you're Wait. you're you're a fan of Keiko. His ground ball rates going down season by season. He's still good. He'll be, he'll, yeah. I mean, he'll, I don't. I think he has like another good year or two left. But I think. I mean, there's no reason you would That's sign him to more than a two-year contract, which I think is what he's running into, is no team. But we're not going to do that. I mean, we're going to wait for somebody to get injured, and then Jeff Hoffman's going to come in, and Jeff Hoffman's going to, again, not impress because... Be really good? I don't know. I mean, you and John love you some Hoffman, and I would love it if he was good, but he just continues to just not get it. But you know who did get it recently? John Gray. Yes. Like, what an outing to He looked game. good, yeah. It was yeah. like 6.1 innings, I 6.2. And the numbers don't necessarily tell the full story in terms of just like, because he did give up three earned runs, right? But he had 10 strikeouts, one walk, Solid. Uh, a homer, and a, apparently he just looked good. I mean, he was he rolling did. for the first three innings, and I remember hearing like, um, I only listened to this um, one on the radio, but, uh, you know, he was using, uh, who was he? Jack Corrigan was using words like, excuse me, double, like off of, mm-hmm. you know, 
it, there wasn't anything super commanding, um, you know, coming off the Marlins bats. And his his fastball yeah, was up, yeah. uh, his fastball was up in like the nine. It was like ninety five consistently, ninety four to ninety six, and like reaching like I think he hit ninety seven a couple times. I want to say, which mm-hmm. yeah, is like yeah, it's back that's to where, that's where he needs yep, to be. Yep, that's like how power pitching. That's like twenty seventeen John Gray who. It's just, you know, was just going to, like, strike dudes out like no other. Oh, yeah. He has given up, like, uh, I think 14 games in a row with the home run, which is a new Rockies record or oh, something. Hey, we love records. We love yeah, records. Yeah, we <laughs> – wait, is that – what? Really? Yeah. 14 games in a row with a home run? Giving That's up amazing. A home run. The th- <laughs> John Gray, consistency – what else do you want in a pitcher? I, I don't know. The thing is, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to like hammer him for for that. And like, it was one solo shot. He otherwise had a great game. Three earned runs and 6.2 innings should be fine. Um, quality Especially- start, 10 strikeouts too. He could even get better than that. I think, and there was all those Babbitt plays, I think, in the one inning they let things through. It was just like off McMahon's glove or something or yep. just right up the middle. And the thing I really love is he had one walk, which is I, yeah. I I love that. You know, like if John is going to be effective, he needs to pound the strike zone. He needs to like just pound it and make hitters uncomfortable with that like heat and then that nasty slider. And like when he's wild, is when I think he runs into issues because he's you know walking four or five six guys in a in an outing, and I think he gets traffic, and then you get into this like meltdown innings, but. If he has the command and he has that velocity, I think I think he can do filthy things. Yeah. The th- the thing about um, the starting pitchers, I mean, at least we have like six innings of data on them, basically. Mm-hmm. Anderson didn't look that good. Freeland looked great. Marquez oh. looked great. Gray looked pretty darn good. Yeah, and I then, mean, uh, all those games were winnable games. The first two were. Those yeah, were good I'll, games. I mean... Tyler giving up five through five wasn't great, but like, dude, it's Miami. Like, you should be in that game until the very end. That Miami bullpen is super trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergio Romo throwing up the eighty-seven mile per hour fastball is their closer. Yeah, but his slider was killing us today. Was the problem? I think yeah. we just we think we resigned in the the game today because. Alcantara was throwing like ninety nine to the seventh, you know. Oh, yeah, he's good. Man, people rip on uh, the Marlins for those trades, but they got him for uh, Marcelo Zuna, who honestly has not been good for the uh, Cardinals. Not nearly as good as he was in Miami. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, other big overreaction time. Um, my take on the relief pitching is. It kind of worries me that Ober gave up a home run, O gave up a home run, DJ Johnson essentially gave up a home run. It was it was saved by Desi, but not great. Yeah, DJ did not look good, man. Walking dudes. Um, yeah, that was a little concerning, honestly. And that's I think why we said so much in the past few pods that spring turning stats like quite literally do not matter. Because like DJ Johnson ripped through the entirety of spring, mm-hmm. and uh, you know last couple games, dude, all he, I mean, what's the ERA right now? Ten eighty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, small, small sample size, but he did not look good is the point. Um, there was just all those home runs. They hit home runs off of us, and all we did was hit warning track shots. It just felt so weird. Uh, it's like, um, what did who accused the Rockies of having Giants. juice balls, uh, but only for us? Giants. Was that, the, was that the? Oh, was I think it was freaks. that. No, no, last year it was, Tim. The, it was like the Diamondbacks or something. I feel like it was really? the Diamondbacks that were like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think they put humi- our balls in the humidors, and then they leave Miami's out in the baking sun. <laughs> I can believe it's so, it. It's so humid in Miami, though. They have to have like a dehydrator somewhere, you know, for those specific balls. It's called alcohol. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, we also remember last World Series, the balls felt different. We never really did anything about that scandal. That wasn't. Yeah. You know, all the pitchers were like, these don't feel like the same balls. And then there was all those home runs. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. So, who knows? But, I mean, and we did get we get, got hosed on a couple calls. I'm sure they got hosed on a couple calls. Um, it just doesn't feel great not winning in Miami when this is supposed to be your year. I mean... Last last two years were, you know, also supposed to be pretty competitive. And what we got swept in 2017 and scored two runs in three games in 2018. Mm-hmm. I'd say this is, I looking looking on from a not overreacting side. I think this is improvement. Um, you know, if I'm going to overreact right now, I'm saying DFA everyone, DFA Tapia, DFA <laughs> Tyler Anderson. Uh, preemptively designate Chad Bettis for assignment and call up Jeff Hoffman. Uh, <laughs> what happens if Anderson's just, you know, majority of last year, Anderson, he had, like, one good stretch. Yeah, it's tough because, like, he goes on, he, he'll go on a stretch where he's just ridiculous and it's like he's lights out and he's, yeah. you know, like every start is, you know, he'll throw, like, six, seven innings, one run. And then he'll just, other than that, like outside of those strengths, like you just have no idea what you're going to get from him, whether he's going to be in the zone or he's just going to be, like, get lit up. Like, I almost feel more confident in Bettis sometimes, just gut-wise. Yeah, because, I mean, like, Bettis, you, like, yeah. essentially know you're pr- he's probably not going to give you six or seven and one. He'll probably give you five or six and, like, you know, the two to four runs range. But, like, you know that's what you're getting from, and that's probably, you know... Like, worst case with Bettis, you kind of assume it'll be five innings of, like, four-run baseball, which is, like, a winnable game. It's not great, but, yeah. I think Davis pitched today. He didn't look too great. He didn't do badly. He just didn't look great. And I, I can't even recall a time where Davis has looked great. Like, it, it, it's uh, not to say that, like, you know, Davis has been bad, but he, you know, he'll do this thing where... Even when he's on, he's gonna get to like a three zero count for no reason. You're like, why? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And then he'll throw like three straight knuckle curves and strike a dude out. You'll be like, oh, okay, that's I get so it. familiar. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, what the hell? So I've learned to just until Davis gives up a bomb, like it's probably gonna be okay. Knock on. Or he wood. starts walking dudes. I just, I don't know. Um, we were ranked the 26th worst uh, bullpen, I think. 
And, I mean, O hasn't always been good. He was just good down the stretch for us. So we could get, like, Toronto O or St. Louis O. And then Oberg should be fine. He should be. But he's also been O Noberg as recently as a year ago. Yeah. I mean, you don't – yeah, you don't – have a ton of history with Oberg, but mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I'm more worried about O and other people than Oberg, to be honest. Um, this Shaw is um, terrible. But going back to the Tyler Anderson thing, Tyler Anderson does have an option. Um, really? Yeah, oh. and he doesn't have the necessary amount of service time to be able to decline it. So if things got bad, you could always send Tyler Anderson down. Um, at this point, he's thirty. Mm-hmm. He's 29, so I don't know if you're going to do that. But if if things do get really bad and he needs to get a tune-up um, or Jeff Hoffman is really ripping up Albuquerque, you could always do that too. The Rockies, I think, really like their right-left, right-left, right thing, though. But they're not even going in that order. Like they're going sorry, left, they're right, left, left, right, right, left, right, right. Yeah, but we wouldn't have the other lefty. And we wouldn't have the the idea of, like, you got your uh, Marquez, and then you got your not Marquez, and then you get your Gray, and you get your strikeout pitchers are like just between to throw people's hitting off. <clears throat> I wonder. I mean, I I know that sounds like it sounds great in theory. I wonder how much that actually like plays throughout a series. You know what I mean? Seriously. Yeah. Kind of setting yourself up for like one kind of pitcher. I mean, yeah. Like I mean. That you like do different this, arms. If I mean, if you threw like Marquez and Gray back to back, is that like I I don't know if that if they if you would actually see like a worse outcome. You know what I mean? They're pretty similar though. You know, um, Gray and Marquez are. They're really similar. I think uh, I think Gray has a curveball he can use that I don't think Marquez has got the curve. Mer- Marquez really. has got a curve, man. No, he's got the. No, now yeah. I remember that strikeout. Yeah. Yeah, they've got the same pitches, uh, kind of honestly, kind of the same um, thing where the their field of dependent pitching tends to be uh, better than their ERA, um, mm-hmm. just because where they tend to get hurt is giving up the long ball a little bit, but mostly just throwing down the middle um, when stuff gets tight. But they're they're definitely what I, the thing I noticed about them in Miami is that Miami really struggled with power pitching. Um, had a little bit of an easier time with the uh, more finesse pitching. And Kyle, who is kind of a little bit in between, um, you even saw kind of that bridge. I mean, Kyle gave up a run or two, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, really well. I thought it was like only two two hits or something. Yeah. I mean, he's filthy, but like he's filthy. Tyler, whereas the more hit the spot kind of guy, that was where you really saw him get in trouble. I mean, Tyler didn't even... Walk a bunch of dudes or anything. He just he didn't. Yeah, he didn't have any yeah. walks. Yeah, he didn't walk. He, he just got, got hit. hit. Yeah. Well, half the half the people in Miami are veterans. You know, they're just like, yeah, I want to keep playing, and I'm like 33, so whatever, I'll go to Miami. I'm like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll get traded at the deadline to a contender. So, yeah. which is probably why they could hit finesse pitchers a little bit better or something. Because they're just Curtis like, Granderson. Got that eye yep, Curtis Granderson, absolutely. Maybe. To the Rockies. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. I mean. Tapia's really got to get his stuff together. Um, Valeka's going to be up, so that'll be interesting if he's... So we're actually going to then see, you know, um, we should be seeing McMahon and Hampton both in the lineup, probably. 
Yeah, one would think they put Reynolds in the lineup today, even though there really wasn't a reason to. Yeah, because it was Sunday. We got to start the Sunday streak sometime. I mean, you have hard <laughs> throwing righty versus Reynolds. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know what the what the rationale there was. He got to throw him in sometime, and I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot to look forward to, so we're gonna start looking forward after this break. Welcome back to the Rockpile Talk Pile. Um, we are going to be staying in Florida before we come back to Colorado, facing the good old Tampa Bay Rays, who didn't make the playoffs last year. So they must not be a good team, right? Hey. Oh. Not really. How did the Tampa Bay Rays get 90 wins last year? The opener and a bunch of guys who are good, not great. It's a recipe yeah. for success, yeah. It's weird. They're they're three and one right now, and they beat up the Astros. Yeah, the Astros are arguably the best team in baseball, and uh, yeah, they did not look good, especially considering that uh, their the the pitchers were Colin McHugh, mm-hmm. um, who's actually become really good. Charlie Morton. Uh, wait, no, that was the guy for the Rays. Uh, yeah. Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, you know the guys. Astros was, lineup. Yeah, so the the one loss they had was when Blake Snell gave up all those runs, which shouldn't happen. And then the other games gave up two runs, one run, and one run to one of the best like offenses. Are yeah, are we top two? I mean, like I think Boston might be number one offense. Boston, and then Astros, and then. Dodgers. So that's weird. If if the Astros can get any runs off these guys, I don't know. Maybe they were all like swinging out of their shoes or something. But yeah, that, face, do, doesn't uh, bode well for uh, for the Rockies though. Yeah, and we get to face Snell and Morton, who uh, tough assignment. Yeah, last time the uh, Rockies faced Morton, they did not do well. Um, I can actually look up that game. That did not go well at all. Oh, wait, no, we won that game. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, he only allowed one run in seven innings. Oh, that's about right. Cool. All right, well. We have a 37% winning percentage against Snell. So. We? The, wait, what? Oh, oh, prediction. Prediction. Yeah, so we're going to hopefully, um, I don't know, we're going to have to get creative. Rockies used the opener for the first time. Nice. So <laughs> the interesting thing about the Rays is they didn't score like a ton of runs or anything because their offense is just kind of like, you know, we got Tommy Pham, he's all right. Yandy Diaz is overperforming. Austin Meadows is Pretty good right now. Yeah. Um, no, not yet. He might be. Kevin Kiermeyer, I'm not really that scared of. And then. Uh, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer is really good. Uh, you like Kevin Kiermeyer too much just because of his defense. I do like Kevin Kiermeyer. 
And so their team batting average against the Astros, you know, is 185. Jeez, how did they win any games? Yeah, God. Uh, two home runs and four stolen bases. And uh, how did they win any games? Errors? Uh, outpitched them, I guess. I guess. So, I don't know. It'd be... If, if we scored zero runs yesterday, tomorrow's game, I really hope we do something creative. Like, you know, Hampson does some kind of crazy bunt, and then Tapia follows up with some kind of, kind of crazy bunt. It smells... I, I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah, that's, all, that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, the race offense is also... I mean, we're going to see, because our, our rotation is um, Bettis, Freeland, Marquez. So we're, we're throwing our best at the Rays, um, which I honestly, you know, I, I think we're in a, at least a reasonable position to win one. I mean, the Rays mm-hmm. did have the sixth best offense in baseball last year. How, though? I, I know. I literally I literally do not know how. I'm actually going to click her name and find out. Because you got... Um, you got um, Joey Wendell could be good at some point. Woo! Brandon right, could answer. be good at some point. What's your uh, answer? Tommy Pham, 191 WRC plus, 2.5 war in 39 games. Uh, when so he was Tommy with the Pham race. was really good for them at the end of last year. Game should not. That should not elevate you to. You know. You know what I mean? For 162 yeah. oh. game season. Yeah, you know, this is weird about. Um, I guess they haven't updated all the, the Fangraphs stuff yet for the for the Rays yet. But they had, like, three players that had twelve plate appearances in their first three games, and everybody else had like much less, like at sevens and sixes. So they're just like moving people around or something. Or something. Kevin Cash is weird. They do they do weird stuff there. Mm-hmm. But uh, also a couple things about the Rays that might impact them is. Um, they got rid of Wilson Ramos, um, who was really good for the last yeah, year. I missed Wilson 130 Ramos. WRC plus. Yes, he is now with the Mets. Um, they got rid of CJ Crone, who is now with the Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, yeah 30, he 30 home runs, 122 WRC plus. Um, they got rid of Malik Smith, who went to the uh, Mariners. Seattle. 117 WRC plus. Um, they also got rid of Denard Span. Um, hint, hint, free agent. Uh-huh. Ahem. Ahem. 114 WRC plus. Um, so right now they got like Zunino, Fam, Meadows, and and they beat the Astros. They have like remember Matt Duffy from from the Giants? He's there, but like I know I like how plays. are the Tampa, how are the Rays going to be good this year? We're gonna find out. I think we're gonna see like ten total runs scored. It's going to be like mm. the worst games you've ever watched. Because Kevin Cash is going to make. Oh, he already oh. did this versus the Astros. He made five batters face five different pitchers. Um, like one out, one out, one out, one out, one out. That's dumb. Yeah, so we're going to. Three batter minimum, please. We're going to see some. I, I don't like the three batter minimum, but at some point, you got to be like. You can't just one off five pitchers in a row. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's awful. Um, what was I thinking? Um, the thing about the Rays that, I don't know, that might be interesting. I think their bullpen's really, really good. Yeah. 
especially with how they use it. And if we get to see the opener. Oh, no, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, in Miami, we got switched on. We got so many defensive switches against us. And shifted they seemed, on every single at bat. Shifted on, she shifted on everybody. And, like, Chuck was able to overcome it a couple times. And then I think somebody tried to bunt against the shift. Um, wasn't able to. Charlie. I think Dahl almost bunted. I think. Yeah, I was just going to say Dahl, too. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just switching so much against us, and you know, if I don't know if that needs to change or something, or if we just need to overcome it, I know McMahon can get over it because he'll push and pull the ball now. But yeah, you would think that out of all the people who are going to try crafty things, it'll probably be the Rays. Hundred percent, yeah, just be super stats driven, yeah. So, whatever happens, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Pat, for joining. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks for having me. Fun, fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.